0: This is Kay Hum. Hi, this is Darlene Spore from Arcata House Partnership.
1: Hi, Darlene. You are live on the air currently. This is Greta. How's it going? Hi, Hi, thank you so much for calling. My pleasure. Thank you for
0: your interest in Arcata House partnership.
1: Oh my gosh. Well, please, I I you know what, I help so how long have you guys been open?
0: Thirty-one years.
1: Really? (laughs) Yeah. That That is amazing to me because I've lived here about 20 years and it's totally new to me in the last, maybe last couple of years, maybe pandemic. So tell us, give us some background and, and tell us some of what you do.
0: Sure. Um, well, Arcana House Partnership started as a grassroots organization to serve people who were hungry and to serve people who were homeless. Mm-hmm. And um, it was uh, community and faith and faith partners who got us started. Wow. Uh, And since then, it's been the community and faith partners who keep us going. They're our strongest supporters and we really appreciate them. Yeah. So um, we um, provide services for people who are homeless and people who are hungry and we provide service for the community and we serve countywide. And um, I think, you know, one of the things that's important for me to share is that when I say, you know, we served 763 people who were homeless last year, that also means that if we had, um, I don't know, uh, I'm just thinking 60,000 or 18,000, let me just say 18,000 bed nights in our shelter, What does that mean for people who were homeless? 18,000 nights, bed nights, one person one night got to sleep in a bed, but it also means that 18,000 times people didn't have to sleep in a doorway or pee in a yard or, um, you know, sleep on the curb in front of a business person's um, facility, and so we really do serve the entire community and that's that's an important piece of information for me to always remember
1: yeah oh absolutely and i mean we you know we have quite an unhoused population here and for whatever reason and there's so many different facets that go into those reasons and you are there helping them. I mean, th- this is a huge issue, and the fact that you have been doing this on a grassroots level for 31 years is amazing. And I'm so happy that we get to be spreading the word, because this is such an important thing that you're doing.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh We have amazing staff. Our staff are dedicated. We're always looking for good staff. We're always looking for volunteers, so we're committed to serving people who are hungry or homeless. I think also an important thing for people to remember is that over the last three years, certainly during COVID, for every one person we've served, more than one person has come to us newly homeless. Oh, my God. And so our our ho- fastest growing population has been families with little children and seniors. Oh. And so as we all, including me, including our staff, um, really sometimes walk down the street and think, oh, my gosh, there are so many people who are homeless. How can we ever conquer this? We conquer it one person at a time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Mm-hmm. One person gets to bed tonight. One family gets food. Um, one person gets connected to services. And it matters to that one person.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're you're saving a life, potentially, every time.
0: We save lives, yeah. without a doubt. We also um, bring people in to die with dignity, right? If mm-hmm. somebody's on the street and they're at end of life and uh, we don't want them to die under a bush, we bring them in and they die in their own apartment with people around them and warmth and And caring and all of those things matter. Mm -hmm. Um, We also have people live with dignity, right? Mm -hmm. Which is just, I mean, it makes me smile and it makes me very proud to say that the number of people we served last year, 763 people got served by our staff with kindness and respect and dignity. uh, And it it's just an amazing service we get to provide to the community.
1: Wow, that's really incredible. Well, and you have the annex, correct? And is that where most of these services are being offered?
0: So the annex at 501 9th Street in Arcata, mm-hmm. and the phone number is 633-6236, you can reach them either uh, in person, one two four to 4 in the um, weekdays or through that phone number. That's where people begin to get services. Okay. So people could go there, and they could um, get food, but they could also get connected with a different social service agency because they need to go to detox or they need medical care. Or that's a place for people to start. Okay. We have we have five locations throughout the county, which are places where people start. Um, And we are one of those five. And the Humboldt Housing and Homeless Coalition um, posts on their website where those places are. It's the Salvation Army, and it's Redwoods Rural. Uh, It's It's 211. Um, And, unfortunately, I'm forgetting the fifth one. Sorry. No, that's fine. But if people go to the Humboldt Housing and Homeless Coalition, they'll see that flyer. And we are one of the places where people come to begin to get connected to all services, not just Arcata House Partnership Services.
1: Holy cow. Well, and you also are working with Food for People, correct?
0: Uh, We do. Food for People supports us. Um, We run a food pantry on Wednesday afternoons from 4 to 6. We also support um, 20 other food pantries and organizations in the uh, surrounding area, like churches who do Saturday lunches for people who are homeless or family resource centers or other organizations like that. We support them as well because we have a person, and we call him our gleaner, who works with um, businesses and stores uh, to Collect food um, that would otherwise go to landfills, mm-hmm. and he collected over two hundred and fifty thousand oh pounds of food last year that was redistributed to our food partners
1: Wow. Wow, it's just absolutely amazing. And then what about this um, extreme overnight shelter? So I've been reading that, you know, you have this potential building that's got this swimming pool that needs to get filled in. Is that one of the many things that you're working
0: on? It is. Um, so we've been very fortunate the last three years to get um, home key projects um, funded through the governor's office. And so we, have been able to open an 18-unit apartment complex in Eureka and a 16-unit in Arcata. Oh, it is 60 in Arcata. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Um, and so one of the buildings at that... Thank you, Mike, is here with me. I appreciate that. One of the buildings at the Grove, which is our uh, complex in Arcata, is a swimming pool building, which will be turned into a community room. And so um, before COVID, we uh, ran an extreme weather shelter, and then things didn't happen for a couple of years because of COVID and having no location. Um, our church partners are very on board and very supportive of us, but um, we this year used um, the the building that currently has the pool in it, which will become a community room to offer extreme weather shelter. Mm -hmm. Uh, We did that very differently because this year uh, we let people let people, we encouraged people. We kept our space open uh, 24 hours a day. And the last uh, one that ended uh, two weeks ago, I think, was open for, Three weeks continuously. Wow. The thing about extreme weather shelter, and I really um, hope that our community hears this, is that there's no money for that. There's no money for any of us, including Arcana Health Partnership, to manage an extreme weather shelter. And so we just jumped in uh, from a leap of faith knowing that we were gonna get support. And we did, we got over 300 hours of volunteer service um, from the community. And we really, we could not have done it without that. But it also cost us thousands of dollars um, to do that, which is not money that comes from any state or federal grants or local funding. It's all donations. And so, you know, we did hear from some people Well, you get federal money. Why wouldn't you open an extreme weather shelter? And the answer is we always want to. That's who we are. Um, But we can't do it alone. So, please, um, we don't want people out on the streets, but extreme weather shelter is one of those things that none of us, none of the organizations who provide housing support gets funded for.
1: So. That, okay, that is crazy to me, and pardon my ignorance, but, I mean, I've always assumed, probably, like it sounds like others have too, that that our government is providing extreme weather shelter support. I mean, sometimes I feel like I read about it, and is that true countrywide, or is that specific to our area
0: or California? I mean. Well, I don't, I mean, I don't know if I can speak, Generically, I know on the East Coast and in places like Chicago, um, people cities require that there's a bed available for everyone who's who's counted in their point in time count mm-hmm. because it's really horrible winters and people die. Mm-hmm. Um, so they manage things very differently in those environments. I don't know. I don't know if any cities or counties in California. Fund extreme weather shelters um, regularly as part of a funding source. What I do know is that in Humboldt County, every year, a homeless service providers like Arcata House Partnership, like the Mission, like Betty Chin, like um, the County, like Uplift, lots of organizations, Redwoods Rural Community Health Centers, we get together before winter and start to see what our options are. And every year, uh, this is my eighth year, um, we come away with there's just nothing permanent that will allow us to open a a regular winter shelter. Wow. Now, our Gator House Partnership has our other shelter programs, Right. This is very different. Mm-hmm. We house mm-hmm. hundreds of people in our regular shelters, in our adult shelters, our family shelters, our reentry shelters, our shelters for people fleeing domestic violence, all our, our safe parking programs. When we have the, the safe camping program, all of those shelter programs are funded. Mm-hmm. Um, but the extreme weather shelter is what we're talking about
1: here. Well, and it just seems like with all of the things that are happening in our climate, uh, political climate, natural world, I mean, this is something that you're facing more often than you have before. And so, I mean, the support of the community seems to be tremendously important,
0: Absolutely, and we all need volunteers. Our Cada House Partnership needs volunteers. We need people really committed to serving our citizens. Um, and and I think also I um, you know letters to the governor reminding him that there's no permanent funding for extreme weather shelter would be a lovely thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Write some legislation like making something happen so that there is funding. right? That's really, really tremendous. You know, I can't help but feel very overwhelmed, to be honest, like hearing all of the things that you have been doing, the fact that I've lived here as long as I have, and I haven't known, and just feeling like, oh my gosh, that seems completely insurmountable. And what can a person do that doesn't have a lot of time? So you talk about, you know, volunteers, financial support. Like, is it the kind of thing that someone could give a couple hours a week? Is that helpful? Like, how how can the community help?
0: Oh, um, what a great question. Thank you. Uh, Last year, we served over 55,000 meals. If we have somebody who's free every Saturday or one Saturday a month that wants to come in and help make some lunches for the day, what a beautiful thing. Um, If if we have somebody who's um, just available for a couple of hours and what they can do is um, wash and dry towels and fold them so that we have um, clean towels for our shower programs, what a gift. Um, if people want to do a little drive at their business, a sock drive mm. or a sweater drive or um, a clothes drive, um, any of those things that could happen as a one-time project at their place of employment or at their civic group or or anything like that, that would be amazing.
1: Okay. Okay, that's all excellent. Now, is it is it the best for people to call you, email you, show up, and arrange something? How how What is the best way for folks to get in touch with you?
0: Um, so, uh, it, for volunteers, people should um, call or email hr at arcadahouse.org or... Um, Uh, Let's see, Mike, could you give me your cell phone number, your Mm -hmm. HR cell phone number, (laughs) um, so that people can – or call 707-822-4528.
1: Okay. Okay, that's good.
0: And let's see what extension. 104. Mm -hmm. Extension 104. Okay. And you'll reach Mike, who's our amazing director of HR uh, and operations and he will help get people ready to volunteer and get them to the right places.
1: Okay. That sounds great. And then what about other kinds of donations? Like, do you guys accept, um, like you were talking about a sock drive, do you accept clothing from folks donations? I mean, I'm always seeing people say, where do I take these, you know, I have a bunch of 10 to 12 year old girl clothes or something. I mean, do you take that kind of stuff too?
0: Um so um yes and no. We don't take children's clothes. Um we recommend that they go to uh the foster youth program in Eureka. Okay. They certainly can use them much more than we do. Okay. Um but we do quarterly clothes quarterly clothes drives. Um but if somebody's doing, you know, a drive at their agency and they call Mike and say we're gonna do a soft drive and it's going to be on this day. That's fantastic, but that that's different than showing up at the annex with a bag of clothes, mm-hmm. right? We we'll, we we will advertise and do quarterly donation drives, and and mostly the reason is because we just don't have staff to be taking volunteer donations in uh, every day.
1: Right, right. That's why I wanted to ask because it just it again it just feels overwhelming. I mean, it's like, what is the best way? And people, you know, people have what they can do. They're either somebody that I I don't have any time, so I just want to give money or I have, you know, every Tuesday available or, you know, whatever. So I think that's all really, really great information. I've been taking notes, so hopefully I can continue to uh, repeat this stuff so that folks can, can help where they are able.
0: Thanks. And I think we're also really open to people being creative, right? Mm-hmm. If somebody wants to do a cooking class and teach people how to make a menu on a budget, because some people we work with haven't had a kitchen in 20 years, mm-hmm. or they want to have a book club or, or a faith group um, or, or just compassionate listening opportunities, one of the things we find when we move people from their community on the street to have being housed is there's a great sense of isolation. People have to learn how to build new community mm-hmm. in a way that supports their new life and their transition. And it's really, it can be a very difficult transition for some people. So any ideas like that creative solutions we are open and welcoming
1: oh my god that's that's amazing i i i love that because i feel like this community is so creative and that ability to bring whatever your strengths are to be able to come and gift those to another human or group is just really really tremendous well that's amazing is there anything that we have left out that you that we, we need to talk about?
0: I think the big thing for me here at Arcata House Partnership is that I am so grateful for the support that we get from our community. I do know that a lot of people don't know about us, but the people that do know about us are very supportive. And I can't thank them, you listeners enough for all you do for our community and for our agency.
1: Oh my gosh. well, I, I would have to agree with you. We live in a really, really special place and really amazing people. So hopefully this will get the word out a little bit more as well and uh, get you some more support because I think that what, what you're doing is just tremendous. And thank you. Thank you, Darlene, and your entire staff. It's really, really amazing. And so where can uh, where can people go to get our more pleasure. information?
0: Um, Arcadahouse.org is our... Uh web page, and we have an Instagram account as well.
1: Okay, great. Great.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you thank so you for much. This.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. And you know, you can always get a hold of us here on Kahum If you have something going on that you, you know, whatever, this is the number you can call, you can text it, and I can spread the word. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Darlene. Have a great, have a good day. great day. Okay. Bye. Darlene Spore from the Arcata House Partnership. Absolutely amazing work that they are doing. So please check them out online, arcadahouse.org. If you need help, uh, you can head over to the Annex, which is 501... Uh, 501- Ninth Street, 501 Ninth Street in Arcata, and uh, they will get you started on all kinds of services, programs, whether you're family, uh, whether you're a single person, elderly, they are there to help you. And if you have anything, like, like you heard her say, if you are creative, you have an idea, you have an hour here or there, they would love to
0: have you and uh, are gracious for it. So again, more information at org.